0: Welcome to Re-Review, where we watch movies from our past with a perspective from today. Your hosts are Matt, Bobby, and Austin, and we love the films from our youth, so we're taking a look back to see if they still hold up. We have another suggested movie to watch from our friends and family, so today we're going to re-review Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny. Chosen by my cousin, uh, Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny was released in 2006. It's directed by Liam Lynch and stars Jack Black, Kyle Gass, and J.R. Reed. And a whole bunch of cameos. Uh, This movie is about two aging rockers taking shortcuts to become the ultimate musicians. Now, this is a fair warning. We are spoiling a 17 year old movie, so if you haven't seen it, we will be revealing key plot points. Bobby, Matt, I only have one question for you Are you ready to rock? No, maybe not. (laughs) I am ready to rock. You know this movie opens with like a very cartoon uh scene that was that was like the their production house. What was that? Was you know Well it was a
1: spoof of THX. Are you talking about that one? Yeah, so
0: was it supposed to, but it's a THC, right? Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As it opens, I already was getting like money python vibes. And then didn't realize that that was going to carry throughout the entire film. And you, it feels like they threw a lot of things that they love, you know, from other movies. Uh, clearly, Clockwork Orange, and mm-hmm. and what else am I missing here? I just felt like there were quite a quite a few references, right? Yeah, heist movies.
2: <laughs> well, I still don't understand the Clockwork Orange. Like, I seriously thought that was a dream at first before
0: uh, Kyle it's showed nice. up. He was really getting beat up (laughs) by Clockwork Orange guys. (laughs) I
2: apparently don't go to Venice Beach enough because I don't remember that ever happening. But okay.
0: (laughs) Well, the movie starts with childhood trauma, right? (laughs) Meatloaf, the most quintessential old school rocker rocker in his own right. Right. (laughs) Yes, um, uh, plays Jack Black's dad, and and I think Matt, you made the comment. Boy, they did a good job of casting for the kid. I think yeah. we all believed that was a he, young was, he, was, he was spot on, man. If that, I wouldn't be shocked to look it up. Maybe it's like
2: his nephew or something because he still he looks the same. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: His dad was very religious and opposed him being a rocker. So he left and went to Hollywood, Florida
1: <laughs> before going to Hollywood, California. Somehow, I when i was watching that i just thought he would have he would have had an easier life if he would have just like joined a christian band just at first like <laughs> Katy perry or something like well joined a christian band until like it was time to move on that that was the weird part right
2: like had their parrots never been in his room before because he he wasn't hiding his affiliation with Not a lot all. of heavy rock music that if for nothing else, I mean, he had like an upside down cross on his wall, so he was not hiding all that <laughs> stuff. But I guess
0: they never bothered going in. The sheer amount of like devil stuff and and <laughs> s- like just the sataniness of this movie, um, I feel like... kind of like
1: the '50s paranoia, right? Like that's kind of well, what it was the it '80s too, from, right? The was Satanic the Panic. And... Oh, okay. <laughs> It just,
0: it was kind of strange to see in in I guess to me in this day and age, uh, thinking about like in two thousand six how I responded to this and I, it probably is the same, but I feel like this would freak a lot of parents out. I mean, there was a lot of satanic stuff going on.
2: I mean, even in the the um, the most famous song or whatever that they that they released the music video to, even that was kind of borderline. I don't know. I. I don't know if it was a the attempt to do it just for the shock of it, or if it's just purely a love of, you know, the 70s and 80s heavy metal scene where mm-hmm. it's kind of, you know, the that that's the the badge of honor you wear being from that time period.
0: I think yeah, that
1: makes sense. It's interesting that you bring up the 70s and 80s, because I was just thinking like this is just total like hairband stuff. The whole like style of it, the whole dramatic flair of everything it just kind mm-hmm. of reminded me of like kiss the whole time or some like a band like that let's say kisses well kiss is kind of
0: pop okay i'm not gonna go <laughs> like can you imagine oh, if they no, no. like, <laughs> I, I know can
1: you imagine if tenacious d is like okay let's imitate like nirvana and they just wear flannels the whole time and walk around all morose and
0: it would be a very different movie they yes. go
1: to seattle instead of sacramento it's just like a
0: depressing grunge version <laughs> of this movie is that
2: is that the sequel where they have to sell out and they're just trying to match whatever's like are they gonna like have something featuring cardi b
0: <laughs> oh you know what i mean maybe maybe i'd watch that one too it just is uh the the rocking nature of this for for having jack black meet kyle glass and we we talked about this a little bit while we were watching it you have this sort of mentorship thing happen where Jack Black is there to learn from Kyle Glass. Like I need to learn how to be a rocker. I came all this way and look at how amazing you are. And he plays like Beethoven melodies on his guitar and Jack Black singing along with it. So you have this whole thing that happens with them, a learning to be with each other and, uh, and Jack Black getting quote unquote better. We have a lot of scenes that tie into that, like the quintessential, uh, uh, Concert, I felt like that, that concert scene right
1: i felt like that kind of like the whole like them getting together kind of lasted a long time like it, it kind of reminded me of like the batman versus superman where it's like you know they're gonna be together at the end like why is it take why is it taking like 20 minutes for them to figure out like that they're gonna end up being a band together Oh, you mean like
0: why did they have to do all that built up? Yes. <laughs> I was like, well, just cause... go, just get to it, damn it. Just be well, in I a band. That was the thing about the movie, right? They they took it seriously in the most unserious way, is I guess the way I would call that. They they did so much lead up to breaking Jack Black away from the curse of his father and then having that come back. And what did what did Meatloaf say? I should have never worn a con- no, I should have worn a condom. What did he say?
1: <laughs> yeah he was unhappy that he existed yeah I think it was I should have wore a condom
0: ah uh, what what, what oh, poor meatloaf just breaking down the children of the world but then you know we go through all of this for it to My, I have a note that says here oh this movie is national treasure like it becomes this quest that they have to complete to find this pick of destiny that was created by Satan and, and <laughs> Oh my god, it hurts in my heart. Uh, okay, Jesus, say all to, talk about
1: McGuffin, right? <laughs>
0: to to be fair, to be hundred <laughs> percent fair
2: to Bobby on that, to me, the movie picked up once that started happening. About the time that they met up with Ben Stiller's Guitar Center guy, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I feel like after that point, when the movie kind of started picking up, to me, like the high sequence, like I think that's when it started becoming more interesting.
0: You get a car chase, you get this, that, yeah. you get like everything, but at that point, it also felt so i guess they were just kind of running through things they enjoy right (laughs) and and doing music the entire time um you know one of the things i feel like i noticed is the uh the songs i I, for me at least got better as the movie went on they were they felt more improved a little more detailed was that intentional
1: because they were they were a new band in the beginning and i really (laughs) wanted to be
0: (laughs) i really wanted to be that things got better as they went along um man ben stiller right i mean everyone <laughs> there's a lot of names in here right tim robbins ben stiller amy poehler's in here who did i catch uh who was the uh, amy adams oh we kept yeah just yeah. kind of I pausing like wait who are these faces fred Armisen is in it as well uh it, it's one of those where it's just like wait a second don't we know that oh we do know this person and i don't know how um if i would have reacted the same in 2006 but i think uh who was everyone's favorite here Tim Robbins, right? For me, yeah. that character was <laughs> wait did you say he was russian well he had like it, an accent it, to start it right seemed
2: like he was supposed to be <laughs> russian
0: <laughs> they are going after they're breaking into a hall of fame to steal a devil pick but we get to all these stories I, this is the other thing i was going to say is this not the quintessential like south park drugs are bad okay like the entire time, it was like, "Wait a second, do I need to be high to watch this movie? Would that Would that
1: help? Probably. I don't know. I wouldn't recommend it, but I. Oh, okay. I, I, was, I was like, that... "Wait, what are you suggesting there, no, Bobby? No, no. Um, Especially not mushrooms or something like that. That seems like that would be bad. It. <laughs>
2: well, wait, I'd wait, wait! Like... You don't want to hang out with John C. Riley, a Sasquatch? <laughs> You just you just described the weekend, man. That is an
0: ultimate weekend right there. <laughs> oh goodness, all the gags back and forth during this. And, and that then Sasquatch he just
1: scene I was expecting some kind of like hangover type situation, but no, like or some kind of like, whoa, what just happened? But no, like he just fell out of the tree and then just ran to the rock and hall rock and roll hall of fame and that was it. Because like,
0: sometime you gotta you just gotta keep the movie going, right?
1: <laughs> you gotta
0: push it forward. <laughs> Regardless of you wanting a little more a little more time in Sasquatch. I, I want the
1: cutscene where he's like laying on the ground groaning, like, why did I do that for like twenty minutes?
0: Did you did you like well the JB and KG characters? Did you like Jack and, and Kyle and how they played off each other?
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought they were good. I mean, obviously, like Jack Black has kind of become like in more movies and kind of like more recognizable. But I kind of liked how I, well, one of you mentioned that the their power, power dynamic completely changed
2: <laughs> that that was the weird thing for me is the once cuz Kyle Gas KGs whole thing at the beginning of it is is uh JB Jack Black's character very much kind of worships him thinks he's a rock god basically mm-hmm. uh KG sells him this story that he is a famous musician knows all these famous people he's going to train them go through this whole thing. And so there's very much like a, like a little kid looking up to like, you know, a hero type mentality between the two characters. And then the reveal happens. Oh, psyche. He's just a, you know, a loser who can't pay rent and he doesn't know anyone and all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden Jack Black's character starts taking, like taking the lead on everything to the point of becoming detrimental and mean to KG a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. And, then KG becomes very like subservient during it. Even though my, my impression of it was JB was supposed to be younger, like not, you know, what Jack Black's age probably actually was during the filming
1: of this. I got the Hence impression calling
0: it two aging rockers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. I was but, like, Hmm, they might not like that, that explanation of them. I know just waiting there's in script.
2: <laughs> they're supposed to both be like 23 or something probably, <laughs> but yeah, it, there was a huge shift in the relationship and I don't know if I, I don't know if I liked it as much, especially whenever they had the breakdown, like, I don't know for, for an actual duo, they didn't bounce off each other as well as I thought they would during a good chunk of the movie. Um, yeah. I don't know. It, they didn't was have this, the chemistry that I was writ- expecting.
1: Was it written by Jack Black?
2: I think it's written by the two of them and the director, I think wrote it.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
2: Which doesn't leave we a lot of room it. for a, you know, a unbiased point of view. I think they probably needed one more person in there who maybe wasn't on the screen or directing it to probably kind of help out with that.
0: But they're really trying to balance, i will going to say, having fun, right? I mean, they seemed like they were just doing a lot of shenanigans. There was a, I, I, I guess I could ask, like, Bobby, how did you feel about the level of crudeness? Again, thinking thinking of the movie in terms of today. It, it seemed, for me, a little bit of a, a mix that I was, A, surprised at times, but almost thought that maybe it wasn't
1: as crude as it could have been. I mean, I don't really, uh, I'm not like a highbrow type person, but like, I I just think the fart jokes and that kind of stuff is a little too much. The the one thing that did get me though is when he was in this toilet stall. And yes, there's like a big long moment where he's like <laughs> there's a scene where he's in a toilet stall actively pooping with some guy talking to him. And the one the one that got me was when the guy mentions Tim Robbins mentions the pick of destiny and he like poops right at that. St- right at that moment and i thought i thought that was kind of funny but i mean otherwise it was just it just felt like it was a little bit much to me i mean even from you mentioned the very very beginning thx thing like that was that thing was like a fart joke too
0: Mm-hmm. So yeah that's it, that's what actually had me a little bit paranoid that it was going to be a more of it i think in the film um you know matt you mentioned this it's rated r right
1: but it didn't fully feel rated r I mean, it was definitely like juvenile, but like intentionally so. Well, so
2: that that was kind of my thing that as soon as I learned that it was rated R, it kind of bothered me a little bit because I felt that it was missed opportunity on like the beginning of it, not to beat a dead horse or whatever. It just reminded me of uh, the fatties at the beginning of Tropic Thunder, like that kind of humor where Jack Black plays uh, something portnoy, whatever his character's name was in that um and it was just a bunch of farting and that happened a couple times during this i feel like that could have definitely been left out um not because like you know bobby said you know any need for highbrow comedy but during what was this 2006 mm-hmm. like i mean there was a lot of movies like you had even mentioned this was out like what only a couple years before tropic thunder yep and i mean that movie's you know freaking hilarious so I think that if they would have left some of that out and maybe kind of put it in uh, maybe some other comedy, maybe that's a little bit closer to what you got in Tropic Thunder or even like the American Pie franchise or something. If you're going to be rated R, you might as well rate it R. You've already lost the PG-13 threshold that most you know productions are going for in order to make more money. So you might as well lean into it. And I don't think they quite leaned into it as much as they could have.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I would have argued that this is PG thirteen, but it's yeah, I guess the you know, probably some parent freaking out about all the Satan stuff, right? <laughs> Maybe that's what put it
1: over the edge. Can't have
0: that much Satan. I mean one well, point they're standing inside to, of a w- pentagram, right?
1: No, you're alo- only allowed to have like one F word in a PG thirteen movie and there was like a hundred in this one. Really? I thought you're
0: gonna say you're only allowed to have one Satan. You can only have
1: two <laughs> Satan references in your production.
0: And they can't be concurrent and you can't
2: say anything negative about Jesus or I I feel like they only dropped like maybe two or three F bombs, I thought, but maybe maybe I blocked. I think it was in the music.
0: In the music oh, there was, oh, there was oh. portions where he was just F and F F oh. F and F.
2: Man, I'm becoming desensitized to the f bomb. I guess I just, <laughs> it just it just blended in with thes and other you know.
0: 100%. Since this is about the pick of destiny, how did you feel about the lore they created about Satan's too? Uh,
2: I liked the presentation of it for the most part. Um, it very much had the kind of feel of like a fairy tale story. The way they did mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like, liked it it's not any worse than the dial of destiny to be honest. Oh no. Oh no. Uh Oh no. (laughs)
0: Oh
2: man. man. Shots fired. At least Archimedes (laughs) wasn't involved in this one. Oh. Yikes. (laughs) Where's Bill and Ted? damn, that is a crossover that I never thought of and now I kind of want to see it. <laughs> what, is, what
1: is that What is that instrument that always plays in the old time? It's like the lute or something? It's like no, that loot. like that like, that guitar like, that reminds me of like other like, you know movies of that kind of era where there's some kind of medieval or ancient like story like that but I also thought that the, I liked the animation and it played into the Of course, the opening credits that we all love that seem to last forever. But I liked the interludes of animation that they have.
0: Again, back to the Monty Python. Did you like that they broke up the movie to kind of give a little subtitle to each section we were watching?
1: Can you remind me what that sub? were? Were you not were? reading the
0: card names? Every time they would put a card up, oh, they would the card describe the what we were walking thing. into. Yes.
1: Yes. yes, the card game, yes. It very much you know, was chapter t- markers, right? So. Dungeons and yeah. Dragons, yeah. yes.
2: <laughs> His eyes seared I, out when he saw the two bare white asses
1: at one point. So. You rolled You rolled a six. You are now a rock legend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they... For all the little set pieces, because of these chapters that we walk through, um, you know they had to set up. Uh, oh my gosh, this is Kyle Kyle's character to uh, basically what go through the suffering of like I want to be a rock star, but I hate you, Jack Black, right? And then he sees some hot young things, and he's like, "Let me go be awesome with them." But this is the only way that they what, cr- try to create the conflict between them
1: i liked his justification for why he did that which was sex drugs and rock and roll in that order <laughs> i thought that was funny he's like no i thought that was our creed i thought it was supposed to be like that that way
0: when they get to the uh they, they obviously following the guidance of tim robbins um get the pick lots of shenanigans we get the Catherine zeta jones scene what movie was that again uh, entrapment was it entrapment you know jack black is moving through lasers in the most unconventional way ever they get this they get shot at by fred Armisen, <laughs> who's never shot most, a gun
1: before he's never shot a gun before
0: <laughs> they escape by power sliding under a door and if you don't know what a power slide is it's just them on their knees sliding on the ground in quote-unquote epic fashion I don't think at any point it was ever as epic as they wanted it to be, but maybe that was the point of it. They get away with this pick, and it's supposed to give them godlike guitar powers, right? We see the people who had it. Eddie Van Halen had it. This is how these people shred. And I guess for me,
1: I really wanted the payoff of seeing them like use the pick to become famous. That's a really good point, but I have a question about them getting the pick. How did it go from ben stiller saying like this is the last known picture of it to it being in the rock and roll hall of fame am i missing something there didn't he guide them to the rock and roll i think tim robbins said it was in the rock and roll hall of fame but like ben stiller they already
2: already knew at that point because they were almost there when they ran into tim robbins that it was there
1: how am I yeah. missing that it was in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Didn't he say this is the last known picture of it? I'm pretty it sure gets... that
2: was. I'm pretty sure that was followed with, and they put his guitar in the. Oh, the of, oh, in oh, the museum.
1: Oh, oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay. And so
2: I think it was the assumption that it was going to be there.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. I
0: just, I really like. Obviously, getting closer to the end, but I've really no. You're wanted... right.
1: I wish they would have actually used it, and like. I thought what was going to happen was it was going to be like the, what was it, the magic feather type of situation where basically like you, you don't really need it. You had it in you all along, but like them actually like using it and, or something other than like, like they totally blew off the show and just replaced that with the like devil. Yeah. situation well,
0: like you mentioned the it's inside of you all along i mean how great was the uh, satan is not in a guitar pick; <laughs> he's inside all of us in our hearts oh, that was
1: pretty funny that Just was dave grohl playing satan
0: that's kind of exciting yeah dave grohl is satan <laughs> yeah he was pretty good it i mean it made sense it opened up with him you know they have this big epic rock off uh and, and i did think that that part was good It opens with him as the drummer and then it the, just says 666 across the drums <laughs> as he tears it up and does end up playing a pretty slick guitar riff i was like yeah let's freaking go there's no way they're going to keep up with this and of course they didn't
1: was he, he a drummer first because like dave Grohl was like a drummer first in nirvana and then he was like uh did all the other stuff in Foo fighters that's, that's am i reading I, too uh, into
0: that no 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 that's why i forget they had him drumming right up front it was good. I mean, at times I th- I felt the melodies were catchy, other times I thought they were weird. I think the uh what was it? Their take on like the laser scene, their take on like electronic music was just painful. <laughs> it was like it's a laser. And I was like what are you, what are you all doing right now? Like this doesn't even it doesn't even get it doesn't even make it for me. Um so I did I did enjoy the Devil Battle. Of course they get his horn and it it just at the end of the day it feels like yeah, I guess they are smoking weed out of it and they're making good music but we don't ever really find out if they get success from it
1: right you know that was a really interesting way to go through it like they basically just it looked like nothing actually nothing actually changed from the whole thing they were on other than like they're back to where they were when they were like friends trying to be a rock band but they actually like yeah, like, I I thought maybe, like, something would change, like, and I don't think, like, them being, like, really rich and showered in praise or whatever would be the exact, like, ending I would hope for, but, I mean, I was expecting something to change. Like, they just went back to the same apartment, and I guess now they have the determination to, like.
0: That's all it is? You're right. I, I, for me, it's like, if you're going to make a deal with the devil, I want to see the payoff. Even if it's you fool the devil, I want to see the payoff. And it was, uh, I guess they're just they're smoking weed, right, and blowing green haze into their microphone.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's. I agree. I think the the lack of payoff is kind of disappointing, at least to some extent. I think that had had it maybe transitioned into them doing the the open mic night or whatever, mm-hmm. and. At least killing that show somehow. Yeah, I would
1: have liked to have seen some like record, some like, you know, like some like generic record executive say, hey man, you guys are pretty awesome. Like, (laughs) that's just that line and that's it. Let's try to like make something happen for you, like some indie. Indie label or whatever. I
2: I, I, want to see that happen. And then it cuts to a montage of them gaining success and then flopping hard and crashing and ending (laughs) up on like a VH1 where are they now type special.
0: (laughs) And then it loops back to the devil becoming one with his horn. Yes. And then Kyle goes to hell. That's the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) That's the sequel. Oh, my goodness. This was a film. Um Bobby. <laughs> t- t- <laughs> is this one you're telling people to watch?
1: I-, I think that I if I look at like Jack Black stuff, I think that school of rock is much more like kind of the thing that I like. You know, it's kind of like uplifting with the kids and like it's more like inspirational. That's kind of like more my take on things this is like i thought this was interesting and all about like the cliche like rock and roll satan stuff and all that kind of stuff and about like rocking like the way like jack black does it like yeah let's rock you know like with the devil horn finger stuff you know like i think i thought i think that's fun but like it's not quite like my cup of tea i mean i i think this is the type of movie where it's like more fun as a group and you could talk through it and just kind of like enjoy it as a group rather than like okay let me be entertained by something by myself here
0: okay i'll take that matt you're uh how do you like your satan filled movies (laughs) (laughs)
2: why why do i get that (laughs) probably gets the generic question and i have to answer the question about satan (laughs) uh watch legend instead i guess um uh no i'm that is
1: a pretty awesome devil it's a very awesome
2: devil in that one um no, I, I think this is a hard pass for this one. I don't I think this one could have been a great love letter to, to that era of rock music and I don't think it quite reached that. Um, I think that it also isn't the greatest fictionalized version of a of a band getting together type movie. Like I think that like I said, the second half of it got better, but the first half of it was such a long drawn out thing that honestly it kind of handicapped it drastically um i honestly i i know it's kind of saying something i probably shouldn't but i probably would watch spice world over this (laughs) oh which
0: coming in hot
2: yeah i it's not bad but i don't i don't know who this movie's for to be honest i if i if i tried to visualize the audience for this outside of tenacious d themselves i don't know who's who
0: this is for (laughs) Every Tenacious D fan is going to be in our mentions. Um, oh, man. You know, here's the thing. I, 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 I'm not disagreeing. There's this... It's kind of like if you really want to... like, If you like Coheed and Cambria, but you want music that's not as good as them, you can watch this and kind of get those vibes. <laughs> Again, I'm going to get attacked. I know, it's already happening. The other thing that I thought it reminded me of, there's a video game that came out uh, recently enough called Hell, Hellslinger which is this like fully metal first person shooter where you have to shoot bait uh, based on like the beat of the rhythm but all the tracks are super metal and the entire time watching this I was like oh it's all about satan and it's got like this heavy rock and I kept thinking okay I could see how this could be a movie but that's what I'm talking about it's like rambunctious and out of control this was um this was really crude you know fart jokes and and some other things mixed in with you know some music and I don't know it's Jack Black do you love Jack Black if you just answered yes you're gonna watch this movie do you hate Jack Black maybe watch uh, Tropic Thunder right everyone just watch Tropic Thunder oh well okay maybe go to Spice World (laughs) and anyways as always thank you for listening and now I need you to drop you give me one cock push up